You are listening to another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. My name is Brittany Megan, and I will be your host. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, social babes, welcome back to another podcast. I am super excited for today's episode. Today, I have Jennifer Lettington, who is a high performance mindset and performance coach that supports her clients in becoming the generators of their best life. She is the founder of the She Ascends Club, a best selling author, and a coach and wellness expert. We're so excited to have her on the podcast to talk about all things mindset. So, welcome, Jennifer. It's so nice to have you. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to this. Of course. We are like dying. We're so excited to pick your brain. So why don't you go ahead and tell us about yourself and how you got started as a mindset coach and wellness expert? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Not traditional at all, I would say. So yes, again, my name is Jennifer Luddington and I have been coaching women specifically for almost 15 years. And I started this journey of mine as a coach in the health and fitness space. And it was completely by accident. (laughs) It was really interesting. You know, I think a lot of your listeners might be able to relate to this and it was almost, it was almost like a, a necessity. And what I mean is I found myself in a situation where, you know, I was in a really abusive situation with my ex husband and I felt as if I was suffocating, like wearing a wet blanket unable to find my voice, unable to use my voice. And, you know, fitness kind of found me. And I started to dive in really deep with it because I felt the stronger I got physically, the stronger I got more emotionally and mentally. That really inspired me to go all in with fitness. And I did for quite a long time. You know, I know that this can also probably relate to your audience in that I didn't know what I was doing. Like I felt like an imposter, right? right? And I felt like I was thrown into the situation. All of a sudden I was running fitness studios and I was really kind of circling the drain because I didn't really fully feel as if I had the knowledge to run a business. So I started to really use my body as my mechanism for success. And let me explain that to you. So what happened was all of my worth and value was masked by this image of fitness perfection, right? I I felt like if I looked the part, I would be legitimate. If I looked the part, I would be worthy. And I was hiding behind that because I felt so insecure. And I felt like I wasn't smart enough or didn't have the toolkit to be able to run these businesses that I was running. So I put on a really good front and a facade for a long time. And from the outside, it looked really good. Like I had it all put together on the outside. But if you peeled back the layers of my business, I was massively in debt. The business wasn't making any money. I was struggling as a single mom with my daughter. You know, we were living in my friend's basement. It was really, really, it was a, it was a sham. And that kind of spurred and led into my dark side of fitness, which is when it turned for me and why I got into mindset coaching because my fitness obsession with looking this way to hide my insecurities, it fueled this massive eating disorder issue I had for years where I was not only over-exercising to live into this externally like guided vision of what fitness is, but I was over-exercising. I was starving myself. I was completely bulimic and anorexic and I was living this lie and really circling the drain of shame. And 
fitness then became very dark for me and I had to shift, right? And so as I started to shift out and as I got out of that horrible shame cycle and freed myself, I realized that I was so disconnected from who I am and my authentic self that I was living into external values that didn't even matter to me. And when I had to dial it back and come back to connection with myself and learn what my values were and live how to live into them without the fear of, you know, judgment and, you know, being kicked out of the tribe and all the things that we fear. I found this toolkit that I took from all the different things that I did and put it into a a really easy framework for other people to use. And so that's really how long story I know, but I think it's important for people to understand how I got here and how I got free and how other people can too. That is so crazy. I feel like it's so crazy just to think of of being somebody in this like health and wellness industry and it doing like the complete opposite at one point for you, like just completely destroying you because I feel like we get into fitness, we get into these things to just really feel the best that we can feel. And sometimes we get so caught up feeling like we got to, you know, keep up with everybody else and we got to look a certain way and we got to show up a certain way instead of just showing up as ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the darker side of fitness that people don't really talk about, especially with women, where it can be a double edged sword. I found that, you know, with coaching as many women as I have through mindset and health and all the limiting beliefs that we have to manage as women, I've found that fitness can be really empowering, but it can also be really damaging. If you allow the external vision of what we think fitness is to guide us, because I think there's a lot of shame around fitness if you don't live into a certain like physical appearance. And I think what we've missed is is the health component. And for me, my health, Brittany, went down so quickly and so fast that, you know, there was a point where I, you know, I hadn't had my cycle in eight years. I had developed massive thyroid and autoimmune disease during this time. And I do have some things that I have to manage now because of the choices that I made then because of living into these external values. There's a lot of shame around that. Right. Yeah. And so I think that for women that are battling this duality of health or fitness and the way that we look, it's really a good time to just take a step back and understand how to really remember who we forgot we are. And I think in our society, it's really easy to forget who we are because we're driven by all these external modes and methods to have us kind of live into. And there's a lot of pressure with that. A hundred percent. And I feel like sometimes even if you, you know who you are, you're afraid to show up as that person. Like, why do you think that's a thing? Why do you think women specifically are sometimes so afraid to just show up as ourselves? You know, I think there's probably more than two prongs of this, but I want to talk about two of the prongs. I think that from an early age where we're shown up as competitive with other women to some degree, we're taught that. And I think that because we feel we have to put on this facade to protect ourselves from being kicked out of the tribe, I think that's part of it. I think that because we're trained culturally at times to instead of, and and I think this is shifting, but you know, when I was growing up, it's almost like this competitive thing. And I think we're afraid as women to connect to other women because we don't want to be hurt by them. Right. We can't connect to them, right? We can't be part of 
So in turn, we just decide to disconnect for fear of being hurt. And I think that's part of it. And honestly, the other part is us humans and as, you know, experiencing this life, you know, our whole goal is to be loved, right? We just want to receive love and give love and be accepted for who we are. But we're taught that that's not good enough, right? That who we are, we need to be more. We need to do more. We need to accomplish more. And if we're not, we're not worthy. And my whole goal is for women to separate that out and to really understand that they have intrinsic value and what they do doesn't identify them or create worth. It's who they be and how they show as them. And that's that's the kicker. That's where your life can literally change when you can connect your values and live into them. Right. And like, even just figuring out, like when we think of like our worth, it has nothing to do with like a monetary value or what you do. It's like who you are as a person, like you are worthy, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's so crazy. And I feel like, you know, this kind of ties into my next question, which is, you know, you talk a lot about the masks of protection. Is this exactly what you're talking about or tell us more about that? Yeah, I do. I think that we, you know, there's all different types of masks that we wear in order to protect ourselves. And, you know, for me, I wore like all these different masks at different seasons of my life. And, you know, one of them was the mask of perfection, right? Like I have to look, be, and perform perfectly in order to feel worthy. And it protected me from, from emotions that could hurt me. But at the same time, when we're building this wall, Brittany, of protecting us from being hurt, we're also building a wall that will protect us from emotions of connection and love enjoy. You can't protect yourself from one and not another, right? It's not like you can just say, oh, right. I'm going to build this wall and I'm not going to get hurt anymore. When you build that wall, you also build the wall to have those connected relationships and to have that love and fulfillment that we all crave. And so that's one of the main masks that I find women wear, but there's two others that are common. I won't go too far into it, but there's definitely information and I have content on that, but it's the, the second one is like, we wear the victim mask right? We wear the victim mask and the martyr mask at times to protect ourselves. And then we also wear a mask. It's kind of like the snake charmer, I call it. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, we all have these friends that are constantly cracking jokes or deflecting, right? So that they can mask themselves from having to actually have conversation or draw the attention to themselves. They just deflect with humor or sometimes women deflect with over-sexuality, right? They're audacious and really bold and do some things that are kind of, you know, acting out in order to deflect from from who they really are. And so there's usually three. And and when I work with women, we try to uncover which one feels like the mask that they're wearing so we can crack it. Wow. That is so crazy. And it's so funny because as you're saying these, it's like, you can almost think, I don't know about you guys listening, but like, you can almost think and categorize like the women that, you know, like which mask they're wearing. I agree with that. It's just so crazy because I feel like you're right. Like as women, we do these things and we don't realize sometimes even why they're doing it. But would you say it's almost like your subconscious that wants to like come out? And like you said, it's like a mask of protection. Like we're just trying to protect ourselves. We're self-soothing, right? Because listen, we, all of us are the same. I mean, we're, we, <laughs> we are all the same. We all want to be accepted. We all want to be a part of, we all want to be loved. You know, we all want the same things and we just have different mechanisms of protecting ourselves from being hurt that, you know, originate from these unconscious 
beliefs that we've developed that we might not even realize are there. Sometimes when we don't take the time to realize our intrinsic values, to dive deep enough, we can't tap these beliefs that are really holding us back. So for me, it's really important for women to first, through my systems and my programs, is first we learn who we are. We remember, we rediscover. And once we learn what is really important to us, then we set these goals and vision based on our values. Then from there, once we're safe and secure in in remembering who we are, then we can tap into the things that are preventing us, that are unconscious from getting to that vision. So a lot of people do it backwards where they set all these goals, right? And they're generally based on these external values. And I think that's just the opposite way to operate. So that's kind of my frame around how I did it myself and how I coach other women to really live authentically now. That is so amazing. And I love that you kind of start from the inside because I feel like that's when it comes to mindset. Like we don't realize like sometimes it's things that we've buried from when we were a child or like a bad experience we've had that like kind of makes us think a certain way. And sometimes you just need that guidance of somebody being able to like help you reflect and realize, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is like, you don't know. We And this is it. Like, it's not our fault. Like we don't know what we don't know. That, and that's the thing. We, we, we can't beat ourselves up over this. It's, we just don't know what we don't know. And so that saying where you can't, like you're crazy. I don't remember exactly doing the same thing over and over again is the definition of insanity. I, I don't agree with that because we don't know what we don't know. So right. we, and we go around thinking that we're doing these self-sabotaging behaviors and there's something wrong with us. And then we get back into that shame cycle, which doesn't serve us. But I want women to know that you're not crazy. Like this is not crazy. Like these behaviors that are coming up that are preventing you from living into your best life are ones you might not even know about. And that's okay. Like we can work through that and it's give yourself grace. Don't beat yourself up and go back to the shame cycle. And that was what I did for so long. Like I I wake up in the morning and think, okay, today's the day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never going to do that again. And then, you know, by, by noon, it's happening again. Right. I thought something was wrong with me. Right. And there's nothing wrong with your, with anyone listening, right? There's nothing wrong with you. You just don't know what you don't know. And that's okay. And so that's my message too, is that we get to give ourselves grace. I love that because I feel like there's so many times and like I can even think of things where it's like you keep getting yourself in the same situation and you're like, why do I always do this to myself? But sometimes it's not like, like you said, you don't know any better. You don't know. You don't know. And sometimes you just need a little bit of guidance to help you figure out like why things keep happening, right? Exactly. And your inner guide is there. We just have to reawaken her. She's right there. She's just been put to sleep and hypnotized by our cultural norms. (laughs) Do you know? what I mean? Like, right. And, and we are all living in this force fed culture where we're told what we should be doing. And I always tell my clients, and this might support your audience, stop shooting on yourself. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like don't, don't do that to yourself. And instead start thinking about, you know, getting yourself out of that cycle by getting internal and taking the time 
even if it's just a few minutes a day, to really ask yourself some really important questions about what really matters to you. And if you want, Brittany, I can share with your audience. I have this little exercise. I can give a little PDF to your audience if it's okay. Yes. Yes, for sure. Give us all the things, girl. (laughs) I think it'd be great. So a lot of my clients love this. And I have this thing. It's called the value-centered bullseye. And it's this little exercise that doesn't take too much time. It's really revealing. And it's one of my systems that I put in place to really go through this step-by-step to really figure out and remember who we are. And I think that'd be great for your audience to just kind of get that first step underway to see what it opens up inside of them. That is so amazing. We will definitely make sure to link that in the show notes once Jennifer sends over that link, guys. And that is so awesome, girl. Like you said, it's all about like kind of connecting back to yourself. And for the entrepreneurs listening, it's it's something I say all the time. Like you can't be successful if your mind is not there. That's really the driving force of having a successful business, right? Yeah. And I truly believe, Brittany, there's like there's four main reasons. And again, you know, I can share this with you too, but there's four main reasons women really hold themselves back and they get stuck in that self-sabotage behavior. And I've narrowed it down to four after working with as many women as I have. And one of the main ones, I'll just share one of them, is this fear of the unknown or change. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so think about it. Like we're stuck in this place where we don't know what it feels like to be successful. Maybe we don't know what it feels like to have that kind of a number in our bank account. We don't know what it feels like to have to manage our time and manage a team. That's scary. And change is the hardest thing for human brains to do because that, you know, ancestral brain, that reptilian brain is like constantly trying to protect you from harm. So the, the brain, if it doesn't know what to expect, it perceives it as harm. So that's why change is so challenging is because like literally our brains are designed to not let it happen. And so overcoming that being able to jump that fear fence, right. And step on the other side into the unknown is the biggest hurdle for most women. I think that you're right. Like, it all starts with how we frame it and how we can take it one step at a time to step into our full power and what we're really meant to do. A hundred percent. And I love that so much. And I love that you even like pointed that out because it's, it's so true. Like our brain is, it's there to protect us. And we just got to sometimes be able to be like, yes, I don't know what's going to happen, but I got to push forward. You know what I mean? Like we got to be able to separate that fear of not knowing and still push forward. Yeah. And that's one thing I want to say about that. This will really support your audience. I love this analogy. So this is what I coach with my clients too, is sometimes we're not meant to see the top of the mountain, like the end result. And because it's scary, right? Like right. sometimes we're not meant to see the end because if we did, we'd never take the first step. So I use this analogy, like I live in Idaho in the mountains, right? And so there's there's a lot of big mountains here. And sometimes if I were able to see every step of the way, every single step I'm going to take, every single hard incline, right? All the things I'm going to encounter, I might not even get out of my house. But if I just allow myself to see five feet in front of me, enough to where I can see the next step, then the momentum is created. And once you create the momentum, then you can see only what you're meant to see so that you continue up the mountain. And I think that's powerful for women because sometimes we think we have to see it all. We have to know the plan. We have to know exactly how we're going to get there. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that stops a lot of us, that that paralyzation of perfection, right? 
I love that. And I love that example so much. And it, it's something I've never heard before. And as you said that, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Cause you're right. Like if we could see every hard thing like that would happen in creating a successful business, we would literally be sitting here like, oh no, like I'm, I'm good. Thanks. Like, <laughs> honestly, you have been so awesome, Jennifer. I have one last question for you and it's what is your favorite boss girl quote and why? Oh yeah. You know, this is really interesting for me because because I think it's not really a boss girl quote, but it's something that I like to live by. And I actually picked it up from my friend just a couple years ago. And I always, always reference it. And it's this thing that I like to say, it's resolution doesn't have to be immediate. So this is why I think it's so important for women that are entrepreneurs to remember that is we like to try to think that we can solve everything right away. We like to try to think that there's always like this solution we have to create right, right away. And it puts us in overwhelm. And if we realize that, if we just stay in the step that we're in, resolution will come. We don't have to force it. And I think that's a really powerful tool for entrepreneurs to use so that they can stay in the moment and stay in the step they're in. I love that so much. And I feel like that's something a lot of us have to like keep in mind because we, I feel, I feel like as a society, we want instant gratification. Like we want to be like, yeah, like this is a solution. It's going to work now. Like that's the way that it's going to be. But especially when it ties back into mindset, if it's taken you like 20 plus years to have a brain that's programmed to think a certain way, what would make you think it's going to happen in that one call with a mindset coach or that five minute video you watch on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. It's about putting in the reps and just like with a muscle, you know, you have to continue to put in the reps. The same thing with resetting the structure of how your brain operates. And that's really important. And that's why coaching is so important is because you have someone to constantly support you in the practice of the implementation of the tools you're learning. And I think that's where mindset coaching gets a little lost is that, you know, very honestly, there's not enough tactical strategic tools that you can actually implement. It's very esoteric. When I'm working with my clients, like in my challenge that I do, it's, it's very step-by-step processes and tangible actions that you can put into your day, which I think is the difference. And so for me, it's really important to have like a very strategic step-by-step plan so I can stay in the step, complete it, stay in the next step, complete it. And that's what helped me the most. I love that. And I feel like, I I feel like that's, it comes back to like that mountain analogy that you did. It's like, you just need to see like the next five steps Mm -hmm. and like you will get there eventually and it might not happen overnight and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Right. That's right. And I think that that's really important for all of your entrepreneurial women listening is that just stay in the step that you're in. Don't think that resolution has to happen immediately. It's all, it's all in divine timing when your brain is ready to see it, when it's revealed enough steps and you've developed enough confidence to be able to make that change and shift is when you should. I think it's a really important thing for people to remember. That is so amazing. You have been so awesome, Jennifer. Tell us how we can stay connected with you and if there's any freebies or any new launches that you have going on that we should know about. Oh, you're so sweet, Brittany. Thank you. Yes, I'm on November 2nd, starting my next 21 day challenge, which helps you just develop the foundation for this. So it's like, it's very like 10 minutes a day. It's a very connected, nurturing community of women. And I walk you through it step by step. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so that starts on, on the 2nd of November. And then, yeah, you can find me like all over social media on Jennifer, Jennifer Luddington. And also my brand is called She Ascends Life. Um, so that's where you can find me on my website. Thank you so much, Jennifer. We will make sure to tag all of Jennifer's information in the show notes, guys. Thank you again, Jennifer. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure you go connect with Jennifer and I will see you guys in the next one. Stay social. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it to your Instagram stories. And until next time, stay social.